0: All right, welcome back to the Davis Fitness Method Podcast. You know who it is. Stephen Davis, of course, you know, me again. <laughs> and uh, I'm joined by none other than Tris. Uh, today, we just, we know that there's been like a lot of information that we've put out, but we kind of wanted to put some foundations in place on one podcast. We're going to keep it short because I know for those of you that are looking for foundations, you want them right there in your face, ready to go. Okay, so we're going to start with, uh, let's start with foundations for nutrition. Like if somebody were to come in, like obviously there's a number of things that we can focus on, how we would go about selecting which one would be the right one for them to start and then um, how to scale that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think most
1: people come in and they don't realize what they want to eat. So I think considering like portion control. Right. Uh, you can do that in many ways. You can do that either you could use a uh, calorie calculator. You could do a portion control method that's pretty common, precision nutrition, for example. Uh, or you can just start to create some type of restraint, uh, constraint inside your household with certain foods. Like if you're eliminating processed um, foods or refined sugars, whatnot, you know, soda, for example, um, non-diet, then that could be one way to help you create a calorie deficit. If that was the direction you're going, right? Like if you're
0: trying to lose weight. So for me, right out the gate, I don't like. So if you if you're somebody who has to see right now, things need to start changing because I have a deadline goal. Like I need to be in a dress for my wedding by X date, or I need to uh, fit into this suit, or what whatever you have going then I think that that's the appropriate route to go is automatically find a way to understand how much calories you're consuming to some degree or the amount of food that you're eating to some degree. Whereas like if you're ordering out or you're constantly eating different size portions, that would be the route that I would go more often than not. If somebody has the longer play for me is going to be just protein. Mm-hmm. So like I'll say how much protein do you get in a day? I have no idea. Okay. Let's start by maybe trying to find out how many meals contain protein. Like, what's protein? Okay, well, we're looking at things like probably a, a meat source. Now, if you're vegetarian, obviously something more like lentils, you know, maybe get some couscous, maybe get some soybeans. Like, uh, there's there are various ways to get your protein that way too. But number one thing is trying to get our protein up per meal. And I'd say somewhere between like 30 and 40 for most people. So, like, somebody's like, that's a lot of protein. I was like, okay, well, if you had to pick one meal that needed that amount of protein to start with, that's where I would start. It's like, okay, it would be easiest for me to do that during dinner. Cool. Do that for a week. Mm-hmm. Then they do that for a week, and then it's like, okay, how did you do? If you score more than an 8 out of 10, out of in this case, it'd be like, if 6 out of your 7 meals that week contained the appropriate amount of protein, then I'd say that you did well enough to maybe add a meal. So now it's like, okay, now lunch. Which one? Lunch or breakfast? Where can we get more protein? And then doing it that way. That's how I would scale that up is like yeah. how challenging is that for you? And now we say this we say this nutrition, these are the foundations that we would focus on to start. To find which one is right for you. You would want to think about its relative difficulty for you. And then scale f- from there. So like let's say portion control is something that you find incredibly challenging, whereas the the protein you find that oh it seems a bit more tolerable, or vice versa. Maybe you find portion control would be easier for you, but you have a hard time getting the right amount of protein inside of controlling my portions, that might be that might be the route to go. Mm. And so in terms of a framework and selecting which one's going to be best. We want to find where do we feel like we have the most success? Like if I were to be like, could you do this eight out of 10 times? And you're like, hell yeah. That's the route we want to go. Whereas like, obviously there's going to be things that we say that are like, this is going to be good for you. It's going to help lead to your success. Ultimately what you decide is, can I do that right now? Mm -hmm. So we've got, Protein scaling that up. We've got portion control scaling that up. Uh, any th- other things you'd feel foundationally for nutrition that. I think hydration and fiber would be too. Yeah. It's just because digestive health yep. and
1: people don't drink enough water. Yeah. They, yeah. I mean, they think they drink enough. I think they think they drink enough fluids. Yeah. But their days, you know, going back and forth, drinking the same cup of coffee four times in a row. Yep. Or juices or anything that's really not going to actually give them the hydrational balance that they need. Yep. Um. So like how you, how you match with that is going to be dependent on what you're already doing right now. But like you see people that walk around with a gallon jug of water. If that's how you want to do it. Cool. I'm all for it. Yeah. If You want to get with those fancy ones that tell you buzz buzz, it's time to drink water. <laughs> go yeah, for it. You've got an app for that. Yeah, exactly. Right? right. Um. So that, and then fiber control too. Like, I think it's just, that one comes down to like, being aware of like what's actually has um, a substantial amount of fiber per serving. Right. So lentils, uh, pears, you can pick, you know, broccoli, lima beans, whatever, whatever your dietary preference are, just flax seeds, flax seeds, <laughs> um, chia seeds too. Uh, yeah. I think lentils from what I have, and I have this like 23 list thing, is probably like the highest amount per, Hundred grams, from what I can, for I can, I can find.
0: Oh yeah, man, it's like. It's have you had lentils? Oh yeah, I used to. I would, it tastes would. like beans. Yeah, and I put them in my rice. Yeah, with butter, it's great. I do right now. I'm doing quinoa and lentils. I don't I haven't, I haven't had quinoa in forever. I feel I feel old. Why you have quinoa? Quinoa feels like an old. Don't p- tell me that. It's gonna make me feel. old Quinoa feels like an old any, any, No, because uh-uh. anybody listening to this, no, wait, wait. no. Here's why. When I was younger, if I were to have, like quinoa i'd be like oh it's like it's just got too much it tastes a little too much like dirt so like wow the the more it tastes like earth or health or whatever the older it is for me so like when i was younger didn't like my my vegetables so anything too green would be like no old people food (laughs) so now (laughs) so now what i'm eating the stuff that i'm eating I'm like I've got sauerkraut and quinoa and lentils and oh my gosh and I'm like up. this is old people. <laughs> oh, you've, you've matured. It's not like it's so not old f- people with adult food. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, old people compared to a child is adults. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's adult eating. It's not like I'm eating out of a tube or something. Can't eat my dentures. I can't eat my um uh, porridge. <laughs> <It's not laughs> Why'd you
1: go bother Chris Griffin? Uh, yeah, okay. So so uh, whatever your dietary preference is for those vegetables, fruits, whatever gets your fiber up, awesome. Um, how much? Uh, from what I've seen, anywhere around twenty grams for uh, you know, for females and then up to thirty grams. Uh, for males. Now, dude, I've had up to like 40 grams.
0: Yeah. I, I just had a, and I think Dr. A, Jackson on and he was like, he was talking about like 40 grams and it was like, yeah. And I think it's just more for like thermic factor food. Just, they want you to, yeah. They and want like, if you get amount. enough, if you're getting enough good amount of prebiotic fiber, what it yeah. can do to help with gut digestive, the, the good bugs and yeah. stuff like that.
1: So I'll be better to just set it a little bit higher. Because, again, if you're looking for 80%, if I can get an 8 out of 10 for me for the week, then maybe you're going to average like 30, maybe 35. Cool.
0: You're still where we want you to be. So as we're moving into this next section, let's say lifting, um, I want you to consider that whatever you've done, be it nutritionally or training or activity or sleep or whatever, that each one of these changes have a number of things that might need to change in your life in order to accommodate for that. So instead of trying to take all of these or one from each category, if you're not somebody who's maybe got the space or time or mental capacity right now to change more than one of these things at this time, we just know that the more things that you change at once, the less likely you are to be successful. So I would say sometimes I have clients who work with me who in the beginning, we don't talk nutrition almost at all because I just want to get them used to training, because this is the one thing that we can do that will even with what they're eating existingly change their nutrient partitioning. It'll change how your body is processing those nutrients in the body, and it's likely to help with the blood sugar, like stabilizing blood sugar levels. There's a number, there's a cascade of things that are better. I'm not saying don't change your nutrition. I'm just saying to get started, training might be the one thing that we change for now mm-hmm. and then piling on nutrition as we feel like, cause there's guys that I trained for a bit and they're like, there's, they see changes out the gate they're like, then it starts to slow down a little bit and they're like, Oh man, what like, what can I, and I was like, okay, now's a good time. Cause you've, you've really locked in on this training thing. Yeah. Now's a good time to add the nutrition and then boom. And then it's like they hit another sprint. Cause you know, when you first start training, like things go, and you're like, wow, like, my whole body's changing.
1: Yeah, and you want to go fast. Right. I think some people overreach, which, like, there's there's pros and cons to that. Um, You you learn what your pace is real quick. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the benefit of having – we do semi-private coaching here. and we do – when we've done group classes, we know fellow um, people in the industry that do group classes, and that's also a great benefit. I think the affirmations of being around other people, that can be, like, the yeah. easiest thing for you to start with. So – Whatever you find to be the easiest way to move more,
0: cool. Yeah. And then nutrition may be, you know, introduced in the future. Right. But that's not saying you can't introduce uh, nutrition to start. And it's mm-hmm. like, if you're drinking more water while you're going to semi-private training, that's not going to, it might not, that might yeah. not be the hard no. thing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. like, but it's like, oh, I'm got to prep my meals. And oh, I'm trying right. to do this. And oh, I'm trying to get enough protein. And it's like, you're thinking about all of these things and then your head's going to explode. Yeah. That's too much. So, uh, sometimes it's just, let's get into these new habits. Yeah. But, uh, for training, um, I'm going to say the biggest thing for me is like, sure, like moving more and I'm, I'm going to l- like loop in non exercise activity, yeah. uh, thermogenesis. So going for more walks would be like a thing. Lifting more weights would be a thing. Obviously like we've, you're, you're here listening to us you're probably interested in listen, like lifting weights at least a little bit. Yeah. Uh, if you're not already starting to lift weights, you're trying to do some things to be active, get yourself out of pain. And so found foundationally it's like let's try to train various areas of our body, full body, um, three times a week. There are I have clients who are like – I had a client who came to me and she was like, is two days a week enough? And I was like – Yeah, we can make it enough. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're not doing any right now. Right. And they're like, no, I was like, then two is going to
1: grow. I may change in the future, but right now
0: that could be enough. Yeah. And so, but it was like the trainer that they had talked to was like, if you're not training four days a week, (laughs) you're not going to build muscle. And I was like, uh, you want (laughs) to (laughs) bet? Yeah. So I was like, you're doing zero now. Yeah. Two is gonna, you'll grow, you'll grow muscle doing two days if you're not doing any days now yeah yeah,
1: no problem and like consider you know you might have a high stress job you might have a lot going on already in life maybe you are a bit more versatile outside the gym and you just you go on hikes you go swimming you go paddleboarding whatever it is and so two
0: is great because you don't want to overreach yeah that's the other thing is like people don't necessarily like so like people see like crossfitters on the internet and they're like I need to be doing more and it's like okay like if you understood if you understood how those people actually structure their training it's like when they up their, you know, let's say they're, ru- they're rowing, they're sprinting their stuff. They're not also upping their weightlifting, their weightlifting drops down a bit and they're doing that at a lower frequency so that they can recover because we're not gaining more from more training. Yeah. We can only grow from the amount that we can recover from. Yeah. So like most people kind of like, like I had clients who'd come in here and they want to fucking tennis every day. Uh, train you know f- three to four days a week and then like going high, like so you're like doing all this stuff and you're like feeling a little bit run down it's like well you should feel a little bit run down it's like you know you're not allowing yourself to recover at all right so
1: yeah good example um two new clients last week they they had just finished like their second day came back for the third they had just gone to ral snake ledge <laughs> and then the second one i think the a couple days later and they were they were sore.
0: Yeah. And it's just like, well, I mean, now you're going to have to, yeah, you can figure it out. It's yeah. And you can balance out your training and you can scale it back. Like if you know, you just had a rough day yesterday and you come in for your training, your scheduled training session and maybe you had to move, like you had to move over the weekend or something like that. It's like, okay, well that day, what do we do? And we auto regulate, we pull things back. And so some of, some of this learning to train thing is learning how to scale things up or down so that you can actually continue to progress in the long run. And that's not necessarily a easy feat, If especially if you're somebody who's not being guided by a professional. Like, I, dude, I used to run myself into the ground just because, like, that's what the internet that's, tells you to do. Yeah. Train harder than last time. Yeah. And you're wondering why you're beat up all the time and, like, things are, you got these nagging pains. Um, on top of that, it's just, like, you know, you're pushed to progress progress only reps, sets, and weight for the most part. Mm-hmm. Because these are the metrics that we can really track. Whereas like if we had um different attachments to the bar, we'd be able to see depth, we'd be able to see tempo, we'd be able to see like velocity, yeah. Yeah. All these all these other measurements that generally go unmeasured. Yeah. But
1: was, the, I mean the we, sexy me- measurements yeah, are yeah. the
0: reps sets weight. Right. And we see
1: that volume overall. I mean what's What's great about all of it, what I love is that your threshold will change. Your, your threshold will get higher. You'll be able to mm-hmm. do more. You might hit a ceiling at some point, um, and things might slow down, but you're taking long strides down in the beginning, and they'll kind of trickle a right. little bit
0: towards the end. But There's also so many nuances in training that a lot yeah. of people don't see. Is like, Let's say you've gone up in those sets, reps, and weights for you know so long, and then it starts to get hard or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, well, chances are you actually skip some steps in order to get – to where you were with sets, reps, and weights. Like, yeah. now you're actually performing the exercise totally different than you were when you started. Mm-hmm. And now we actually need to go back, get you, like, focusing on your technique again. And then re-ingraining those patterns yeah. back up to that same weight. And so now when you move the weight again, it's like you can actually move it predictably well. Yeah. Because you actually have the skill to move that properly. Whereas just kind of moving it from point A to point B, it's like... yeah. Oh, my delts and my triceps are growing, but not my chest. It's right. like, okay, well, now we're going to teach you how to really target that chest and continue to grow. Right. When I want to improve my mobility, I go back and do the same
1: exercise I've done before, but I learn how to handle that load in longer durations. Tempo has changed. I'm holding the bottom position of certain squats yep. for like two seconds.
0: Yep. Where where to breathe, when to breathe. Yes. When, when you're trying to internally or externally rotate, yep. rotate, adduct or abduct. What that feels like for each person, like yep. hand pressure, foot pressure, all that stuff. Yeah which does, like it's if we were to put this stuff on the internet it's not like you're like it's not sexy
1: yeah you're
0: like, <laughs> let's focus on your toe pressure <laughs> it's like wait what so i, I did of, i did put a video out like that and somebody was like wow this really changed things for me and i'm like for that one person that that like had an effect on there's so many people that probably skipped it. that video but yeah. like i'm they, if if they were to pay attention to that it mm-hmm. would change and who knows everything that for them? Person could easily tell somebody else, and they'll tell somebody else. I, they won't quite believe them at first, but then they'll watch a video. They'll do it themselves. I, I'm I'm in it for the good of karma. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm cool. That's it. Um, all right. So um, for training, it's like you know, find amount of uh, days that you can weight train. Uh, try to get some more steps. Generally, if you can't uh, step a lot, I would say like tr- just try to see how many times you can alter your position from sitting to standing. Mm-hmm. Try not to to sit all day. Like yeah. if we can, if we can Set go breaks, for, yeah. You know, stand up, move around, whatever, come back. Yep. Um, those would probably be some big ones for me, um, in terms of overall movement. Um, maybe like a morning mo- mobility routine for some people. Are you doing all right over there? <laughs> I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, morning mobility routine, and it's not because I'm like, oh, this is like, for a lot of people, it's like just breaking up the pattern of like being in a static position for, they went from sitting all day to now sleeping all night to mm-hmm. then getting back up and trying to get back into sitting all day. It's like the mobility routine is like, I'm not like one of those people who's like, you need to go animal flow, sex <laughs> panther, rattlesnake, like, I don't, <laughs> you don't need to do back bending cobra. I just want to be able to stand up. And not feel yeah. like I have to
1: oil my limbs like a machine. Mm-hmm. So I try not to sit in the same spot for four hours. Yeah, and we do that. We we don't mean to. It's yeah. just hey, get we locked get in. It's stuck. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so anything that you can do, if you if you're if you're taking calls and you do them on a walk, if you can, um, if you're um, in a meeting, if you can, you know, before you start the meeting, move your desk position if you're going to sit down for work, like give yourself a block of time where you're doing it and then adjust your position. Is this going to do so much for your health that it's actually going to make a, a huge difference in terms of the actual measurables, like on you know blood lipids or something like that? Probably not. I will say that you will probably experience the way that your body feels as less stiff. If you're constantly varying the position, that would be, and and here's the thing: the downstream effect of that is maybe like maybe you're not weightlifting now, and maybe you're not going for a lot of walks now because you're stiff and you're tight and you're stuff like that. If you were to start just okay, I'm gonna get up, get down, you know, maybe maybe do this mobility thing, maybe this maybe this sexy panther thing isn't so bad. So you you go do your mobility flow, and now you feel a little bit better. That might be the one thing that kickstarts you into being like, you know what? Now I'm gonna go for more walks, and you go for more walks, and you're like, you know what? I'm kind of liking this moving thing. Maybe I'll lift some weights, cause you're a sicko. <laughs> no, uh, but then you start, then you start lifting weights, and so, and then, and then from lifting weights, you're like, maybe I'll pay attention to my nutrition. And this is actually kind of how these things go. It's yeah. like I pick up one thing, and you're like, oh, pick up another thing, oh, pick up another thing, oh, this is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, I oh. make that sound every time. <laughs> yeah, oh, every time, little <laughs> light true, bulb goes off. Sound. Yeah, oh gosh. I hope not, but. Oh. That's kind of how these things go and that's kind of how I want to think about stacking these habits. So I think last one probably foundations wise I'm going to say sleep. So we've got nutrients some things for nutrition for us for us very very low barrier was water fiber. portion portion control, fiber, protein. protein yep. And for tra- like for training or for movement, we're saying Mobility routine, walking, getting up more, and strength training. Yeah, not anything necessarily specifically on on strength training, but just like beginning some full body strength training routine. Yeah, squat, hinge, push, pull, carry, maybe twist or something. We're trying to be careful, guys. If we start, we won't be able to stop. Right. So try not to <laughs> go too in depth there. Uh, that's what all these other podcasts are for. So, yeah. uh, last one, sleep. Uh, things that you can do foundationally for sleep. You've heard before. Yeah. I yeah. think, uh, I mean, everybody has. He's got all kind of issues today, so.
1: <laughs> everybody has. Okay. So everybody has different um, ways that they can help them sleep better. Some people want to opt for, you know, supplementation. That's yeah. fine. We'll go to that, I think, last. Yeah. But uh, I think making sure that your room is dark making sure that it's cool enough for you to be comfortable when you're sleeping. Yeah. Make sure that you actually have like head support. Your bed is comfortable. Like don't buy like great that, that couch or that bed looks really nice, but yeah. is it comfortable? You can you sleep on it. Yeah. Um, I love weighted blankets. I can't do it all the time, especially when in the summer cause it's hot. Yeah. But I they like how cool,
0: they have cool ones. They do, but I already have this one. It cost me fair, a lot. Fair. You don't <laughs> want, you want, you want a <laughs> hundred pounds in blankets laying around.
1: No dude, it's so heavy. Yeah. Um, it's not only 25 pounds, but it's awkward. And uh, and just making sure that I've... Okay, so this is... Maybe this is this one outside of it. But this one, for me personally, I like to be clean when I get into my bed. So I take my shower at night. I feel cool, refreshed. Whatever I have, make sure I have a nice dinner. And, you know, I have enough fluids, whatever. I'm going to bed. I'm comfortable. I'm relaxed. Mm-hmm. And I don't watch any action movies
0: before I go to bed. Yeah. I'd say uh, same things. So dark room, cool room. Um I would say optional weighted blanket. I would say yeah. optional um, so a big rocks for me probably would be like how, how far like how far from bed you ate your last meal because you don't want to eat and go directly to sleep. Mm-hmm. So I'd say at least a couple of hours if you can, a few hours. Mm-hmm. Um and then most people aren't doing this but it's like staying off your device like yep. any devices before bed people are totally overlooking that if ef- their that effect it has on their sleep yeah and just even from like a okay here like lot, lots of times when people go to bed uh, especially those that maybe suffer from anxiety they go to bed Right when they're getting ready to go to bed, that's when all their problems pop up, <laughs> right? And you think that the phone is not going to exacerbate that with, like, whatever you're finding in those last couple hours before you go to bed? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it's If you have some sort of insecurity, it's likely to poke at it. If uh, Or it's going to inspire ideas for things, and then you're just, like, laying there generating ideas. We don't need that if we're trying to go to sleep, so... I'd say stay off it. Maybe I uh, like read a boring book, like a biography, <laughs> read a biography before you go to bed. Okay. Oh uh, uh, maybe for some people, meditation's helpful before they go to bed again. Uh, H4 you know, 0. yeah. Fi- you know, find what works for you. Um, but I would say big things is, is, you know, eating a good window before bed. Uh, Dark room, cool room, yeah. Um, staying off your device. Those would be my four. Cool. I, I agree.
1: I don't even think I want to get into anything else uh, but with that. But up to you. But uh, uh, the device thing is is interesting because I use so I, so I I love watching. Not very often I can find a show to watch with my significant other. Yeah, so I want to watch it until I have to go to yeah. bed. So I'll use the gap of time where I'm getting ready for bed. And I make my routine longer. That's why I shower at night. Yeah. So that I can disconnect for however long and then go straight into my
0: room, which this new apartment is.
1: Yeah, Chef's it's good. It's, yeah, it's good.
0: nice. Yeah, I guess on the, I would say on the supplemental end. So I would say once you've already established these other habits, if you're like, what's the layer deeper from here? Like we can continue to do that and you're going to pick, these things up on the podcast as you continue to listen. Consider some of those things as like the I'm adding one, the ah moment. The Mm -hmm. ah Yeah, I can do that. That thing, that's everything that we're picking up from these other podcast episodes. These ones are like, hey, maybe just start here with these little like oh, that's a good little gold nugget to start with. Ooh, piece. Yeah. Start with that one. These I guess these would actually be more like, even though they are the easiest things, they are likely our big rocks. Yeah. Right. These are the our most foundational things to build from, and honestly, people like people are so perplexed by when they see like our clients have massive shifts. It's these big rocks, like yeah. so. Like they're like, how did you do it? And like the clients describe it as being so easy. And like, because it's simple, right? Because it is simple, but it's not. It isn't. Yeah. It isn't easy. So, but it is that simple. And like, people are like, "Were you doing so? What were you doing? Were you doing ice bath?" Like, it's like, no. no, like, and so, like, again, I, Jasmine, probably doesn't even know that I do this, but like, I always use her as an example because, like, she, in terms of habits wise, like for her health and fitness, was not in a good spot. So, her big rocks were nowhere to be found. And so, like, just starting with, for her, it was, like, just starting to exercise. And then it was, like, oh, like, paying attention to nutrition a little bit and actually, like, figuring out how to, what it, we we were going base level, like, what is a carb? What is a protein? What contains fat? Like, we're starting with these things. And then she's, like, oh. Like, how do I get more protein? I was like, start with this meal. And then she, like, built on that. And naturally, like, from doing one thing, she wanted to do the next thing, and then she wanted to do the next thing. And then she was having success there, and, and she was, like, asking, well, what's another thing I can do? And we build on that, and, like, fast forward, you know, to where she is now, and you'd be like, well, oh, God, I can't do all those things. Well, yeah, she built them up over time. So if it's, if, if, if you have not a single foundation in sight, Then even just this podcast we went through is already like fucking 10 things, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, if we asked you to change all 10 at once, it's going to be too much. Pick one. Do it for a week. Like, if you you built on these one every two weeks, it's going to take you 20 weeks to get through just this podcast. 20 weeks. That's not even a whole year. It's not even a half a year, right? Let's say six months, you get all these in check, your life will look totally different. Yeah totally different and and if you already have some of these in place and you can get the rest of them in place and it's like sooner. and it's like yeah we're only trying to affect these three pillars which are our diet sleep and training but those are the most important things that you're going to do It's not what supplements are you taking or you know trying to you know change your type of uh, food that you're eating it's like we're not even there yet yeah just these big things. And uh, I think if you do that, you'll be very pleased with the way that you look, feel, perform, and uh, and you'll be tuning in for the rest of this podcast to see how you can just continue to fine tune your life because that's what we do here. I like how you go sexy voice right at the very <laughs> <end>. <laughs> oh, you thought that was sexy. <laughs> we're gonna stop this podcast now we have to take a small break all right. We're right back thank you guys for listening if you enjoyed the podcast be sure to like it leave us a review share it with a friend tell your mom uh tell their their moms you know <laughs> okay <laughs> you all guys. right but yeah catch you on the next one